Hola. All right, there we go. There we go. How you been, boo? Uh-huh. Well, you know, we talked throughout the whole week. Retrograde is, yeah. Whoop my ass. Retrograde okay. her Michael Brown again. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking her lemonade. <laughs> how you how you been doing? Girl, same. Um, retrograde has been retrograding and life has been lifing. Like, oh child, my plate is full. And oh child, I need help. I need help. So I'm gonna drop my cash at no. Now she go begging again. Her begging ass, Felicia. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, guys, we're back. It's my episode. This was a request we got a while, 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 while back. I know y'all like, oh, y'all be slipping. But we got a lot of feedback and a lot of requests for a true crime part two. So this here is us giving the people what they want. So tune in to the true crime part two. And I went even a, uh, a bit further. We're going to talk about women who kill. So play with it if you want to. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lena is crazy. I am a little bit. But um, so I'm gonna just get go ahead and get right to it. Um, no for bear in mind, right? No warm up, yeah, no lube, just uh, get, get right into it. Um, <laughs> here they go. <laughs> All right, y'all, we're gonna, we gonna keep it. PG 25. You a lie. Don't speak for me. Oh, that part. But, um, yeah, we're just going to hop right on in it. Like like I said, this this episode was prepared uh, last month, maybe the month prior. So, um, and also, also, I wanted to add if you are here from my TikTok, the episode I spoke of will not be this Friday. Y'all just gonna have to go back and listen. Y'all gonna get used to this. Um, <laughs> to everybody who's new, that episode will be it's coming up, but it ain't this Friday. <laughs> it ain't tomorrow. I think Lena's gone. Hello? Y'all already know we have issues without her. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh my goodness. All right. These doggone headphones. I need to get some from Shein, like <laughs> somebody suggested. But anywho, this is gonna be our true crime part to women who kill. So back in March, um, back in March, Khadija Brown, um, she went viral. Um, I'm sorry, she went viral on the Facebook Live video where she kills her husband, right? So a little background. So Khadija Brown, she's 28 of Columbus, and her husband, Jerry Brown, were captured fighting in this, this video that was live streamed on social media. So the couple had been arguing most of the night, and Jerry, the husband, was trying to leave the apartment to defuse the situation. So he was heard on the video saying, don't touch me, tell your daughter to keep her hands off of me. He even said that he was going to call the police. At one point, 
the picture goes black, but the escalating argument is still heard for several seconds before you hear a single gunshot following by the cries of the children who were present. So these types of acts are captured more and more frequently with the age of technology and social media. So this is kind of a continuation of our last episode where we kind of talked about the impact of social media. So do you think that we are becoming desensitized by these types of killings, the ones that are captured and broadcast for everybody? Of course, my answer is going to be complicated. But long story short or short answer, I think we have, and I also think um, social media just interacting on social media it triggers mental health issues um, in people's and it, people, and it makes them very ir- irascible and reactive. So it's like, I, I, mm, you can get positivity off social media if you follow the right people. I think it, mm, I'm, I'm not going to say that. Social media <laughs> has become very negative. It has. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, those, those feelings are resulting in public displays of killing. So I feel like we are desensitized in our reactions, if that makes sense. Okay. Yep. We're becoming less and less surprised. Not a, not necessarily accepting, but just not... Mm, our responses are, are a little bit like it's the norm. Like, okay. I went back to read the questions. I actually forgot that that happened on, on Facebook. Right. So, yeah, that is proof that, yes, we are um, becoming desensitized, but on the other end, the interacting, I, I don't remember, I just remember her saying that something about him being gay, but I don't remember oh. if she said that she found it on on social media. Oh. Part of the video, and I remember her saying that he was gay, and I don't know if she had seen it with somebody on social media, so that's why I said it makes it makes people just irascible and just very reactive, like negative reactions. Because half the time, if we didn't have social media, then known that information. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, unless she physically caught him in the right. act. Like, you remember back in the day, it was it was kind of hard to catch somebody. She know you, but like now mm-hmm. you have social media. You know, you can go through and find what you need to find. So, I think it's just a full circle. It's a cause and effect. Social media is a cause and effect to why we are desensitized mm-hmm. and our reactions are becoming less and less surprised. I, I mm-hmm. honestly forgot that that happened. Girl, and, and like 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 I said, this, this uh, episode was prepared a few months ago. So the question was very much relevant at the time of preparing the episode. But like you said, it's been, it's been you know, this, this happened in March. We're now in May. And it's no longer on the timeline. You know what I mean? It's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. But at the time, it was very, you know, people were sharing it. I don't, I personally don't like to see those types of things because it, it affects my energy. But, mm-hmm. it, girl, it was, you know, people was live streaming and sharing the video. It was on TikTok. Like, it, yeah, social media just, I'm not going to say it be, it, yeah, it it is like we are becoming um, desensitized to these types of killings, and not only that, it's like I want to how to say it. Like we do a lot of stuff for views, you know what I mean? And it's like I'm not into 
I don't know. I guess I'm still private in that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to air my dirty laundry to an extent. But it's like, you know, I'm just shocked the fact that, you know, this wasn't a third-party person that captured this on video or whatever. Like, she went live on her social media platform and captured it on video. So that's even more telling, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. When I when I was looking up the the information to see what... Like she, she yeah. probably one of the people that post like another That's, negative effect of social media. You gotta post your whole life. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, you know, granted she didn't go live thinking like, oh, I'm about to kill him on on live, but you know, essentially that's what happened. You know what I mean? And then the babies right. was there. So not only does the babies they have that because they were physically there. They had that thought, but now there's a video circulating that can re-traumatize them later on. You know what I mean? Like, like, but I know, I like, my, like, um, like certain the reason why we're so desensitized is like people that probably follow her. People don't realize that when you post, your personality is through your post. It don't matter if you're trying to not to put it there. It's it's something you found interesting. So she's probably one of those people that post everything. So when it happened, it wasn't surprising to the people right. that follow her. Yeah. So that's probably, another probably. way that we are becoming desensitized on social media because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, she, we knew she was going to kill that nigga one day. Wow, you know, something like that. Right. Yeah. Right. But, but that, is, that is facts, though. Like, that is, that is a factual statement. So, yeah, that's our first example of women who kill. Um, be careful of the ones that post the good, the bad, and the ugly on social media because they might just go off. Go off. So my next woman who kills is um, Eileen Warnos. Now, I know you guys have seen the movie Monster. And if you haven't seen it, it's a good movie. Go go watch it. I believe it's on Netflix. Um, Charlize Theresen did I say her name right? Mm-hmm. Anyhow, she, girl, she did a hell of a job playing. <laughs> she did a hell of a job portraying Eileen because, like, her mannerisms, like, y'all uh, applauded. Uh, what's the Dominic guy? Um, Evan Peters. Don't you ever forget oh, his name. Girl, I'm like, what's his name? Y'all applauded his, his um, performance. Lena. Retrograde get us every time, y'all. She'll be back in a few seconds. Just give it a second. And she probably over there really talking to herself, too. I can hear you, though. Hello? Can you hear okay, me? Now we can hear you. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So, like I was saying, um, you know, Char- Charlize was the, she was the first to do it, because um, she captured everything um, in this portrayal of Eileen. But um, anyway, Eileen Lee Warnos, she was born, it's a little background for those who haven't seen the movie or aren't familiar with her story. Um, she was born back in 1956, so she's an older lady. Um, her father was a, was a convicted child molester. Um, after her birth and a few years later, he was in prison and he killed himself. He committed suicide in prison. 
So her mother abandoned her and her brother when they were young, leaving them with her parents, which was her grandparents. So the granddaddy beat her, and then the grandmother was an alcoholic. So by the time she was 11, she began to trade sexual favors for money, beer, and cigarettes at 11. Okay? She had her only child at the age of 14. And then the neighbor said that the father of this child was an older adult friend of the granddad. So, yeah. Um, When she was 14, after she had the baby, uh, that's when her family kicked her out the house or whatever. So then she moved to Florida and she began to work as a prostitute. Um, She was always in trouble with the law. Um, Let's see. So as a prostitute, her clients were mainly middle-aged, low low to middle-class white men, right? So while she was a prostitute, she ends up shooting and robbing seven of her male clients. I don't know why I said male clients. Like, I guess she had female clients too, but... She, remember, she, she dated a woman, her girlfriend. She had a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, she did. She was a lesbian. So, yeah, okay, so her male clients. So she shot and robbed seven of her male clients. Um, She originally claimed that her clients had either raped or attempted to rape her, and the homicides of these men were committed in self-defense. So she was later sentenced to the death of the six of the murders, and then she was actually executed back in October 2022 after she was on death row for 10 years in Florida. And I want to say she was like the first woman um, executed in like years. I have to follow up that, that fact. So my question for you regarding Eileen or Lee, do you think her childhood contributed to her becoming a serial killer? As y'all know I'm coming with another another difficult answer. So for me, I don't want to say her childhood contributed to um, her being a serial killer because we tend to lean on our traumas as a crutch. So for mm-hmm. me, um, traumas it's defined differently for everybody. Let's, I'm going to start by saying that. And we all react differently to trauma. So my answer is pretty, it's kind of cut and dry. It was her deci- decision to become a serial killer and the cause is obsolete for the act. It, it doesn't, it doesn't justify it. So for me, right. it, it wouldn't matter. It's, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a personal choice. Right. Right. Well, I said that it did not prevent her <laughs> from becoming a serial killer. Um, Homegirl had it rough. You know what I mean? She had it rough. You know, my heart goes out to children that are abused or mistreated, but it's just like the hands that she was dealt is just like, oh man, she she has abandonment issues from both mom and dad. The mom was actually a teen mom and then she later became a teen mom. Her dad was a pedophile. Um, Not I don't, I mean, I'm not going to say she later became a pedophile, but she later, you know, performed sexual acts and murdered individuals during these acts or whatever. The grandparents did. That's why I say trauma is defined differently for everybody. So we wouldn't justify if somebody was cheated on and they went to kill somebody. That's, that could be traumatic for somebody. So right. she could have right. did what, you know, other people do that have hard childhoods they don't become serial killers you're right you're right now like i said on the flip on the flip side of that 
it doesn't justify the the ends. Talk about these um, school shootings. Oh, he was bullied, or he was this, or he was that. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like that does not justify these the actions. Like, you shoot up the whole school just because somebody picked on your your clothing or whatever. You know, like granted, that's you know somebody somebody might say that's apples and oranges, but I feel like it's a similar concept. Homegirl had it rough. She really, really did had it rough. And she was not protected at all. Every person that was supposed to protect her failed her from her parents to her grandparents to her baby daddy. Like everybody failed her. Um, even her uh lesbian lover. Well, I'm not yeah, gonna say the lesbian her. lover. So. She, she betrayed her. She did. Right. But she did I wanna, snitch. I wanna put this out there that you know, a lot of people go through a lot of stuff. If you are going through trauma, transmute that energy. She could have went and talked to young kids about a situation. She could have been, you know, a motivational speaker. She could have went to jails and talked to people. Right, right. So I just, I don't know. I guess at at, at some point she made that decision that my life ain't going to be shit. And you know what I mean? She going to ride the motherfucker till the wheels fall off. It doesn't like I said, her childhood didn't contribute to her becoming a serial killer, but it didn't prevent it either. But you know what? Even the people that have uh, you know, straight cookie-cutter lives still might become a serial killer. So, I guess... Nothing contributed to it. It was her decision. It was a personal decision. That part. That part. So my next question was, you know, although she never met her father because he was locked up by the time she was born, um, he was a sociopathic child murderer pedophile. So do you think that genetics can cause people to kill? Okay. So antisocial personality disorder, um, it is possibly inherited. It hasn't. It's not proven. That's not proven. Um, but the cause is unknown for any of them. So you can, it's contributing factors, but the, I'm giving you information from what I learned. Um, it's, the cause is unknown. So I wouldn't say that part. Um, also, there's no cure. However, I don't feel like genetics are responsible for people killing others. I don't. I feel like, you know, there's plenty, when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at there are plenty of people who have BPD. And they make conscious decisions to manage it. So no. What's BPD? It's borderline personality disorder. Antisocial oh, personality okay. disorder. So okay. I don't feel, you know, I don't feel like it, it would be genetics that would would cause her to kill people. No, I think it was a personal decision again. Um. Okay. So how is it? I was watching. I don't know what I was watching. Don't you? Are you about to lie? But I was watching one of my shows. It was either Law and Order, CSI, one of them crime, you know, centered type shows. It might have been Dexter. I don't know. Uh, okay. Anywho, I was I was watching it, and this particular show or episode, it was it was trying to prove or disprove that there is a genetic makeup in individuals that kill or something like that. So. That kind of led me to do a little bit research. Like, is this true? Is this false? Is this, you know, just fake news or whatever? And, you know, my research, it was called the 
M A O A G. So take so this is the quote unquote serial killer gene, um, and it was said that Ted Bundy had one of you know he had a marker in this particular gene. So not technically justifying his, him becoming a killer, but it kind of was like it's like a part of your brain that doesn't. Um, I don't know if it you lack empathy or sympathy, and I guess that's going back to you talking about the personality, you know, disorder and being a sociopath or a psychopath. You can have kids that are your the BPD will come from your caretaker, and it's not it's not genetic. So let's say he had that gene or whatever, but his caretaker took care of him different. That would have prevented him from becoming, you know, having antisocial personality disorder. And it, mm-hmm. it's not anything specific. And it's, you know, it's a study, it's been a study on it. Like people are like, okay, why, how am I making my children narcissistic? There's no certain answer. You can, mm-hmm. it depends on the child. Like I can give my child too much and she won't be narcissistic. Another person may give their child too much and they may be narcissistic or mm-hmm. So it, it, it all boils down to the caretaker. So if, if we were going to go with that, then then I would look at the upbringing of the person. Right. I don't think I would right. pin it on genetics. Well, so just like, you know, some people have the sickle cell trait or whatever. That doesn't mean they're going to have it. Right. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. I can see that. that uh... Right. So what triggered, what triggered that trait? So if, if they're if they're going off of, we would have to back it up to brain development. What happened when he was developing? What happened then? What occurred? Mm-hmm. What traumatic event occurred to make that, you know, to make that, because he, he didn't have to be a serial killer. <laughs> right, right. And and so and so going back to the research or whatever, so it was said that Ted Bully had this gene and um, what triggered or what what manifest or what kind of sparked his violent, you know, killing spree was the fact that he had unresolved mother issues. Some something something along the lines of his his sister was really his mama or something like that. I I don't know. But in doing the research, they said that you know this particular gene, how it affects the brain is it doesn't break your serotonin down, so you can be more aggressive or violent so to speak but they said that during the studies the people that have this particular gene it was more commonly known for them to have like a warrior um how to say it like uh like they use it for the betterment of of individuals like they 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 have like a savior's uh complex almost you know what I mean? So I found that interesting. You know what I mean? Like this particular gene can be viewed as both negative and positive. However, the people, the study that they had, the people that possessed this gene, it was more people that, you know, benefited or like you said, transmuted into something positive. Like they have like the savior's um, complex, almost like the Hulk, you know, don't make me angry because I'm a Hulk out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they, they don't break down serotonin, right? But at the same time, they, you know, their actions, like they're going to use it for good. See, so that that would not be, that wouldn't be exactly what I said. That's not a, a killer gene. 
because you can it depend it's a personal choice right right yes 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 so, so in, in that um, case, it would not be genetic i don't think it would be correct. genetic correct and so that this quote-unquote killer gene is yeah some people you have it Doing, imagine you go to the doctor, you find out you have it. That I have the killer gene? Yeah. Bitch, it probably explain why I'm so angry sometimes. <laughs> you haven't killed anybody, so. No, I haven't killed anyone. No. Right. No, but if if I was, that would be my defense. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. What if I had like a an ancestor that killed somebody or something is that genetic? We, I'm pretty sure some of us have some horrible ass ancestors. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So you can't blame that on genetics. Women that kill just they just snap. They just snap. So my last question for Lee was: um, she originally claimed self defense that the men was raping her or attempted to rape her, and she later recanted. Um, she was a known prostitute, and some people argue that sex workers cannot be raped. What are your thoughts? Okay, so I believe anything that is non-consensual is rape. Um, Period. I feel like all humans have a right to refuse a sexual act. If said Period. sexual act refused, proceeding with the act is considered rape, regardless of the profession involved. Um, mm. That's like saying men can't be abused by women because they're stronger. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of domestic violence cases against men. So absolutely, that, yeah, absolutely, I don't agree with that at all. If I if I'm fucking you and I tell you no to get up, that that it means yeah, get up. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, my phone cut out, so I didn't catch in. Oh, I just said, yeah, if, if we are in the sexual act and I say no, get up, that means get up. That's not, it's not consensual from that point on. So just because she was a prostitute doesn't mean anything. Oh, girl, come on now. You said that perfectly, perfectly. You hit the head, nail on the head. Um, I'm very much an advocate that despite your profession, everybody has the right to say no. I can change my mind. I can issue you a refund. What they say, uh, we refuse what the store say we have the right to refuse service <laughs> she has the right to refuse service so if she said you know what never mind Mm-mm. get somebody else to do it then okay. you continue to do it that is right point blank in the period that doesn't how to say it i mean she of most of the murders because it was kind of after the fact and it wasn't in the act of the actual rape. Mm-hmm. So that's why she was com- committed. I mean, com- um, convicted. convicted. Girl, tongue tied. Um, but if she had to say no, and he continued to do that. She had every right to protect herself. And it would have been self-defense. But I think because she recanted you know, she was like, well, you know what? No, I, ki- I killed that bastard. You know, all my life I've been abused by men. I hate men. And I think that's her overall, her overall stance was. And I think that was probably what did it for her as far as her defense was concerned. Um, she got to a point where she was just like, you know, I'm tired of men abusing me. I'm, I'm tired, period. 
And if you watch the movie, it was it was one person that wasn't even picking her up in um in a, a sexual act. He was picking her up so that because she was hitchhiking and she still killed that man. You know what I mean? He was begging for his daughters or whatever. She still killed that man. You know, she just had a a hatred of men because the men in her life failed her. The women in her life failed her too, but more so, I believe she just. What's the opposite? What's the opposite of misogyny? Whatever that is, that's what she. she that's what she had because she hate she hated men. She hated him. But um, yeah, Eileen. Very interesting. So my next woman who killed is going to be Marie Noe. No. Noe? No. I don't know. Um, so a little background about this person. Marie, she, she, had, she was having children back in 1948. So she had given birth to 10 children. All 10 children died mysteriously within months of their birth. There was one that was a stillbirth, so that one didn't count. And then one that died in the hospital, like after birth. But the other, so the other eight died before reaching the age of 14 months. So the hospital and the medical uh, facility that she brought her children to said that they all passed away of natural causes, either crib death or SIDS, right? So she was never charged for murder or neglect or anything. And she just went on about her life, right? So fast forward, um, it was a Philadelphia Magazine. Um, Philadelphia Magazine article was published back in 1998, and it was sharing her story. They didn't share her name, though, but it, they shared her story. So this is, this is what brought or piqued the attention of the media. So then in 1998, she confessed. I don't know why she decided in 1998 to confess that she had killed their kids. Um, it was a 12-hour interview, and she confessed to the police that she killed four of her children. And she wasn't sure exactly what happened to the other four or why it happened. And then she said on the first murder, she stated that the baby was always crying. And he couldn't tell me what was bothering him. He just kept crying. And there was a pillow under his face. I took my hand and pressed his face down into the pillow until he stopped moving. So then she pled guilty to second degree murder. And she check this out. She received a sentence of five years of house arrest. Oh. 20, 20 years of probation. This is the unusual sentence for an unusual case. She took a plea deal um, to get this lenient um, sentence and then she had to go to psychiatric studies to understand why mothers killed their children and then in a one her the the psychiatrist said that she was suffering from mixed personality disorder so question is what would drive a mother to kill their own children um i i have no idea i, I didn't even go there that's a very dark place to try to put yourself and try to understand why but I, I would probably guess if fuck them kids was a person like where where were the daddies oh it was her husband I mean it was just one husband 
Mm-hmm. Um, she just didn't want no kids, but kept having them and kept killing them. That's, I mean, I I ain't laughing, but I'm laughing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And the, you know what? It's, it's, what's the other answer, right? I, girl, and it's it's what's crazy is it is it's common. It, I'm not gonna say it's common. It's, it's not common, but it it does happen. Mothers killing their children, and it's different defenses or different reasons that they offer. Um, uh, we did the first true crime episode. The the mom thought that her the oldest kids was abusing her youngest kids or whatever. She killed them. Um, you've you've heard about uh, a mother drowning the babies in the bathtub or driving a car off the cliff with the babies in the, you know what I mean? It's just like, I just don't understand if you didn't like, okay, I understand postpartum depression. You know, I'm a mother. I have given birth. You know what I mean? And that transition to motherhood is a, a challenging one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But not to the point where I'm going to get rid of my offspring. Right. Right. Sometimes people just lose their shit too. Like she just mentally unstable and just they let her keep having kids. I mean, after two mysterious, three mysterious deaths because the the first two which died of natural causes. Right. She had a stillborn. She had a stillborn and then one died in the hospital. Yeah. Okay. So after those two, the third one and then the fourth one, like why y'all because if she was black, they would have mm. been trying to see why she keep having kids and they keep dying. They would have been. Girl. They would have dove it into that. Have, it would have made it that Another thing, her husband. Girl, I'm looking at the pictures. The husband going to stick beside her. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we out here ain't even killing kids. And <laughs> And I'm gonna stick beside her. Hell, that, that's uh, yeah, like what? Yeah, he kept, but he kept popping that thing too. What kind of girl? Goodbye. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Girl, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, she, I don't know. It's like postpartum depression is a bitch. You know, any type of mental. Oh, and it is a mental health uh, awareness month too. So. Guys, take care of your mental. But any type of mental illness is something that, you know, you should take seriously. But after 10 kids, it's like, girl, why do you keep having kids? And of course, they tell you what's wrong with him. He's a a baby. But she had to confess for y'all to to do anything. Like y'all, like if it would have been one of us, they would have been on that ass. They would have found that. Okay. She wouldn't even have ten kids. Like, girl, CPS would have been all in your shit. You got pregnant again. They would have opened the case before the baby. Would have them tubes for her. What do you mean? Listen. Okay. Like hell, I'm pregnant. I ain't even had this baby yet, and I and I got a case already. That's what they would have did if she had been black. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That. Mm, they got a picture of her with a baby. Who was this? Her grandbaby? Girl, no, she ain't. None of her kids survived. She no, killed them all. Oh my! She holding a baby on the picture. So, who baby? Y'all, if y'all don't get this baby from her, because she is a whole murderer. <laughs> this is a whole murderer. And after a while, you think they must. 
like it that was a, a source of power from her like she was actually you know what I mean because you just can't I just don't understand you know you continually getting pregnant you you carrying this life in your body for nine months you birth this you know this life and you know 14 months later you're like okay fuck it let me put the pillow over you like I'm over it like what Girl, you, if you hadn't got a doll baby or something, some people just like new beginning stuff. Maybe she didn't like what it has to be more research. What age did they live to? Because it might be like you know, she might like them today six months and then kill them after they six months, and then you go find that every kid lives to six months. Oh, it was 14 months, nobody lived past 14 months. So that's what she she likes. It's a lot of people out there who like new beginnings. You have people that do that in relationships. People that do that at jobs, and unfortunately, you have people that do that with kids. That's what she did. That is crazy. So we kind of already touched on our second question, but the second question is, you know, you would think after a couple of deaths, she would have been investigated. (laughs) Why do you think she was allowed to kill so many children and almost get away with it? And I put almost get away with it, but she really did get away with it. Like her sentence was. She told it was her choice. She told him herself. Right, that part she got she, right. She told on herself, and then after confessing, they was like, "All right, we'll give you house arrest for five years." The fuck? House arrest they for didn't... five years. Oh, she didn't go to Alcatraz. Mm, girl, no, she didn't serve no prison time. None. Her prison was her home, the comfort yeah, of her I own home. Like, I feel like the judicial system. Let her get away with it because of her skin color. I'm just being honest. Y'all can Period. do what y'all want Right. And I've, I've already said it. You know, had she been black, that next pregnancy, CPS would have been all in her business, all in her coochie, all in her womb. All in her womb. You hear me? Okay. All, all in her womb. The baby, the baby you only uh, four months pregnant. They done tied your tubes, ma'am. What do you mean? That part. You got to jump through all kinds of hoops to, and girl, and you know what makes me angry was it's been plenty of um, cases like recently. Um, I want to say that it's a couple. CPS took their their baby from her, from them. Be- uh oh, hello. Retrograde is retrograde, and baby, hello. I Rachel, I look like I'm gonna have to send her another sign in. So we'll be right back. Girl. Mm-hmm. I hate my life. Okay, y'all. Anywho, those are our women who killed. Um, our true crime uh part two episode. Let us know if you want more true crime and if you have any interesting cases. Uh, you know, I enjoy the true crime aspect. Um, so moving along, you know, it kind of ties in with the women who kill, um, <laughs> the women who kill, uh, theory, but it is on the fictional side. Swarm, you watched it, right? I did. Okay, they're gonna be like, y'all remember, guys, this was prepared months ago. I know y'all like Swarm, who hasn't seen it? It's not even trending anymore. You know, don't judge us. But Swarm, uh, what do you rate the series? 
did you like it and would you watch a season two? Mm, um probably like a, a four out of ten. I don't I don't think I would follow really? season two. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um for me the series, the the first few episodes, especially that first episode where uh what's I was about to call him Idris. That's not his name. What's the dude from Snowfall? Girl. Oh girl, I was like, ooh, baby. Mm. So yeah, but girl, it was kind of weird. That that... Couldn't wait to throw that ass back. Girl, I was girl. dying at the comment. They was eating her ass up, and I and and I, I understand why, because it's like, baby girl, you you know, we watched you grow up, like not Right now, you a whole porn star, like what? But I wasn't even looking at Chloe. I was child, that man, that I body. I was sister. like, I love her sister. I might add that I can't sister. wait for the Little Mermaid. Oh, it's this month too. It's coming out this month. Ooh, I'm super excited! So, I love her sister. Yeah, but anywho, girl, this like I said, the first couple episodes, I was okay. I was like, all right, this might be about something. But um, in the series, it, it kind of lost me, you know, those last couple episodes. Girl, why they call her Manny Fresh? <laughs> that was, I posted that man too, talking about this is Manny Fresh. Baby, she was good. Right. What you had to do to get by. You heard me. Girl, but I'm like, this speaks to her as, a, as an actress, though, because she did play that part. Like, she played that part. So um, I want to give it a four. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a seven. You know, I'm gonna give it a seven because it has some peaks and valleys. You know, it could definitely use some tweaking, um, but it was very much entertaining. It was entertaining. It did what it needed to be done. Would I watch the season two? Um, it depends on what the season two is. Like, I feel like if they are y'all gonna be talking about Beyonce again, right? You know what I mean? Like, is it going? Is it going to continue to follow Dre, or is it going to be a different obsession, or? Well, I guess if it's Swarm, it got to kind of tie into the whole Beyonce reference. Right. So I don't know. Like, are y'all going to continue to follow Dre or is it going to be another obsessed fan with the Beehive? No, they didn't call it the Beehive. What they called it? I I don't know what they called it. Girl. It was some Beehive. Next time time we prepare an episode, we got to record it. Now I can't remember, like, golly, I can't remember what they was called. Like, it, it, it wasn't the Beehive, it was uh, anywho, but uh, I know the name was Naja, that's what I know. Oh, Naja, right, girl, but we all know who Naja was alluding to, like, we we already know, especially when um, she went in there and beat her on the face, <laughs> and he was like, Is that is that the girl from Love and Basketball? Like, we already knew, y'all, we knew. But um, I don't know. I, I'm open to, to catching a, a, a season two. Am I checking for it? Do I have my notification set for when season two drop? No. But, oh, you know, I'm open to Killer Bees. I'm like, what was that called, girl? Killer Bees, yeah. Anywho, yeah, um, I feel like we, girl, they did, it's just so much because they did Beyonce and Jay-Z picture in the museum with her mm-hmm. husband. Did you catch that part? And she wore Beyonce's outfit at the end. Like, Beyonce, we... I feel like they was trying to um, they always do stuff in our face that, that ties into conspiracy theories, but I feel like they're trying to see how, they, I feel like they're trying to see how dumb we are, to be honest. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Oh, y'all, we might have a, a conspiracy theory part two. <laughs> I mean, not part two, because we did that a couple times. It'll be part what? Part we don't lost count. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of references, and it was like blatant. And like, come on now, we we already know y'all trying to disguise it, mask it, but it's like we know Killer Bees is referenced. But permission right I I don't know permission how like because they never said her name I mean yeah they referenced her in several and then well, they, they did, did that they disclaimer did in the beginning picture. they did a whole picture of like Beyonce and her husband with the same outfit on but anytime they throw that disclaimer out you know I think it's covered because you remember that episode of, of Law and Order that mirrored um uh, Chris Brown and Rihanna. I, I don't remember that. Oh, you don't remember that, girl? Yeah, it oh, was to. Did you know they had a soundtrack to Swarm. Oh no, I didn't know that. Donald Glover did the the soundtrack. Well, of course he the um he he the producer of the show though, or the creator of the show. I don't know, director. He's friends with Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. This is America. Anywho, yeah, like I said, I give it a seven. And yes, I will watch a season two. I'm not, I don't have my notifications, you know, set for it. And if, if it comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't, you know. But I'll watch a, sec- a second season. Um, so my next question pause. regarding. Pause huh? before you ask that question. So the the person who played Niger on Swarm, her name is Noreen S. Brown. She's a songwriter. She has wrote for Rihanna, Ariana Grande, and Beyonce. But go on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know what? And I feel like Beyonce, although, how to say it? Yeah, she is it. very... Right. You know what I mean? I feel like she... I don't know. I don't even know. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, Beyonce kind of humble and down to earth, but then I'm like, no, nah, Beyonce is very strict and militant. Beyonce like she got, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I can't read her no more. Like girl, I don't know. But is anywho, huh? Does she even hurt anymore? She's so robotic to me. Yes, yes. You know what I mean. And it's like even if it, Beyonce is beautiful, but she's very robotic. Like very, I just feel like she's very like disciplined. You know what I mean? Like it's structure. Like robotic. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> one, one band, one sound. Okay, so supposedly the series is loosely based, loosely in air quotes, on true events. So the example that I saw was the second episode. So in 2017, okay, so the second episode was when uh, Dre goes to the script club or whatever, and her and the strippers go find a dude that was talking shit about Beyonce or whatever, and he ended up killing the dude, right? Huh? Not Beyonce, Nigel, excuse me. Excuse me. So in 2017, in real life, it was four strippers that were found guilty of murdering a man who had assisted them with their car problems in Missouri. So were there any other parallels to reality that you noticed while watching this series? I just said all of them. I already said all of them. I'll leave it at that. Mm. 
<laughs> uh, what else was it that stood out? It was um, uh, girl was another thing that was just blatantly obvious that oh my goodness, girl. I don't know. It escapes me, but yeah, there was a lot of parallels. We already knew. We already read between the lines. We knew who y'all was alluding to. Oh, there was a fight in the elevator, girl. Like, really? And then the sister was, uh, the sister or whatever was like the soul um, down to earth or whatever. We was like, we already know y'all are making reference to Solange. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a lot of parallels. It was a lot of parallels. We we named a lot of them already, but uh, it was a lot of parallels. It was very, it was very fun to to catch the Easter eggs. That's what uh, my daughter calls them, the Easter eggs. Okay, so my last question for the swarm segment is: the actress who plays Dre, um, she actually requested that a therapist be on set during filming. Why do you think that was necessary for her? I think most of them, well, some of them do request that, and I think it's because they have to throw themselves into a role. Imagine having to be somebody that's a serial killer every day, but you're not a serial killer. So yeah, girl. Yes, like I wonder if Evan had any. Um, you know what I mean? Like I feel like yes, actress, actress, actors, and actresses are artists in its in a sense. However, you know what I mean. You like you said, you have to throw yourself. Go ahead. They're still human, so they, you know, right? You know what I mean. You still gotta, you know, not imagine having to go be somebody else for six months to film. You have to stay in character, in you know, in, um, in character. You can't come out. So, some people can mentally become something that they're not, if that makes sense. So, you don't want to get stuck there. You don't want to get right. stuck as the the person you're playing. And you know what's crazy? Like you hear you hear a lot of the child actors kind of going off the rails. I mean, the most common in our community is Orlando. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll get on him one day. And I feel like it's a combination of the because none of his roles were dark or anything that he had to tap into, but Hollywood itself is dark. You know what I mean? So even if the role... Yes, so even if the role wasn't a quote-unquote dark role, I feel like therapy is very much an essential part in all these actors and actresses because Hollywood is a cult shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, just dealing with Hollywood in itself, you have to be, you know, in the right mind frame. Otherwise, you liable to, you know. I know, though, I don't know if... And go ahead. How you said Beyonce is so militant and disciplined. She's the highest She's the highest person, like, one of the highest people in Hollywood. So imagine who she is as a person. Mm. Girl. Mm. That's crazy to think about that, yeah. But uh, hats off to Dre because, like I said, she she had to, you know, she had different. Um, I, I don't want to say volumes, but you know, she played different characters within the same series. You know what I mean? Because she was Manny Fresh, and I was like, oh look, oh baby, fro, okay, all right, come on, come through. 
And then, you know, the scripting one, I was like, okay, baby, you got to work on your uh, twerking skills. Uh, you need to come take uh, Michelle's twerking class. Girl, why that came up on my memory the other day? It came up on mine, too. quit playing with me quit playing with me me. I'm a whole twerker but uh yeah you know um anybody that plays those deep dark roles I feel like it's very beneficial for them to have a therapist but even even anybody in Hollywood period because uh think about um what was the girl that played in in the house Mm, I don't know who that is Girl, you do know who she is. She um I never heard of in the house. I don't know what that is. With LL Cool J, the uh the the series what is that not what it's called in the house? Let me Google it real quick. I have no idea. LL Cool J. TV show. Not NCIS. I don't I didn't know he was on NCIS. Um yes. In the house, what's this child name? Hold on, hold on, girl. Ooh, hold on, child. Mia Campbell, golly, girl. You never heard of her? I probably have. I don't know who that is. Yeah, but Mia Campbell, um, yeah, like she had a public, like, I don't want to say fall from grace, but she really like. She's been on social media where she's been homeless. She's on drugs real bad. And they said that she has like uh, either bipolar or schizophrenia, like some type of mental illness. And it's just, it's sad to see, you know, like this beautiful actress, you know what I mean? Like, and like I said, I grew up seeing her. She, you know what I mean? And now seeing her on social media where she all bad is, I don't know. It's, it's I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, therapy is very much necessary in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Period. But that's all I have for my episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we had a long break. No, I um, think you had a bonus question. Oh, I forgot about the bonus question. See, and now I feel like the bonus question ain't really, well, I guess it's kind of relevant. So the bonus question was, what are your thoughts of the upcoming Freak Nick documentary? Okay. So I know that on Facebook, I have, I've joked about it, like the pictures that are coming out or whatever. Um, But I do, I follow somebody named, I feel like this is is important because it's going to highlight men that, that were, rapists and molesters oh. and trafficking. Um, I follow a woman named Tony Rivera on Instagram and I was watching Fatal Attraction and her episode came on here. I never knew her story. Do you remember when Masika was doing like the scene girl, Masika from Love and Hip Hop and she acted like she was getting trafficked and she got in with that organization. I think it was the Rose organization is ran by Tony Rivera. So Tony Rivera, I didn't know she had an episode on Fatal Attraction, and I knew she was sex trafficked, and she's rescued 1,500 women and children so far. Y'all should go check her out. Mm. She's really dope. Her whole page is dope. Um, But her episode came on, and she met a guy at Freaknik, and he paid for the whole weekend, and I think, I want to say, I'm trying to make it short. They dated for about three years. Um, She wanted to be like a dancer or something, like a backup dancer, not a stripper, but a backup dancer. 
Um, he mm-hmm. made her, he introduced her to, it was some producers in Atlanta. She went in there and danced, you know, danced for, for them and uh, she came out. So this is like, I think three years after they were dating. Y'all have to watch the episode, but three years after they were dating, he made her go in there, um, dance for them, you know, like to audition for a video or whatever. She came out and he was like, oh, would you come out, you know, so early for her? He made her go back in there and fuck the dude. <gasps> um, yeah. So, you know, she was thinking that she was doing it for her man. They broke up after that or whatever. She moved back home and he came, you know, came back to her, got her, got her back some flowers, traveled back to Atlanta. I forgot what, what state she lived in. I want to say South Carolina at the time. And they were going mm-hmm. back and forth. So he took her to a house um, and that's where she was introduced to sex trafficking. She stayed there and he made her try to go get some more girls or whatever. She pretty much you know, save the girls or whatever. So her punishment was he lost a bet on Super Bowl. She had to sleep with 43 men. What? That's when she escaped and, and got out. So I think the documentary is very important because I think it was some it was some bullshit going on back then. It was a whole bunch of sex trafficking. And stuff. So I think this mm-hmm. is going to expose some of y'all. Y'all daddy, mm-hmm. the grandma's the uncle. That part. That part, honey. And that's probably why you seeing so many people trying to um not necessarily stop it, but they like, oh, I'm a different person now, da, 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 and all this stuff. Oh, because you was a rapist and you got away with that bullshit. Not what they say, your chickens are oh, coming to roost. Let me let me add on the end of the episode for Fatal Attraction, I had Inboxer and told her like I watched the episode. Um, but on the end of the episode, they still have not found that man. What he's still free and on the he loose. Escaped, he escaped from the house when he was gone and the police came back to the house and he was gone. They still have not found him. Oh, wow. And that's, girl, I don't know, that's disheartening because I feel like you can't even rest. Right, you can't rest. I feel like you're always looking over your shoulder because you know what I mean? Like, he's right. well, she's still married out there. Now. She She's doing really good. And she has uh, her organization is called the Rose Foundation, I think. You but, know what? Um, now when you say that about love and hip hop, I want to say Alexa Sky was also on that episode where she started to. Um, no, 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 no. It wasn't an episode. This was something that happened um, via TikTok. Um, Masika was supposed to be working for the organization, and she got on there acting like she was raped or sex trafficked, and they got into it about that. I, it was on Instagram or TikTok at the time. It was a couple, a couple mm-hmm. of years back. But the episode okay. is Fatal Attraction. It's on Fatal Attraction on TV One. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that. Uh, Tony with the nine. Tony, R- Tony R- R- with R- the Rivera. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all I had. Did you have anything else? I didn't. But we'll be back next week with what I was talking about, what I was saying when I'm talking about. Um, y'all know I, I'm probably gonna mix two episodes in one, per usual. Okay. Right. <laughs> Double for your trouble. Right. Yes, y'all. Guess what? We I'm I'm gonna go ahead. I gotta find our TikTok password. <laughs> and I'm gonna uh-uh. post a little bit there so we can get some people from coming from TikTok. If y'all are on TikTok, Alina may be doing the IG. She's active on there, but any social medias that I am responsible for, I am not responsible for them. Like wait, <laughs> I am not, not being responsible, bitch. I am not. Yeah. Um I will start updating the TikTok so we can get some followers. I don't even I haven't even seen that page in so long. But yeah, okay. that page. That we'll see y'all next week. We'll hear we'll talk to y'all next week. We'll hear y'all next week. We'll see y'all.
We'll talk to y'all yeah, next we'll week. We'll see y'all. <laughs> FaceTime us. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.